You are back, Harley. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm. I'm ecstatic that uh, you're back. I'm. I'm. I, I've missed this. Good. Honestly, I was. I was so looking forward to being on the show last week, and then, then last I wasn't. Last jobs. And yeah. Um, oh, if you want a, a recap of where Harley's been, we uh, started off the last week's show with Harley uh, talking about what he did, uh, but this week we're going to talk about what he's done, also, as well as what I've done. Welcome to the Harley and Josh show. Yeah, that was Harley. I am Josh. We've got some music by the Iron Boot Scrapers, uh, Hot Tramp, and Hot Tramp. little old me, Josh Locke, because uh, yeah. it was my birthday yesterday, and I can. So yeah, just gonna yeah, yeah. self promo. No one's telling you what to do. <laughs> I mean, I tried once, and it, it didn't go well. Uh, I did it, and then he felt like oh, I just feel dirty now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So we're a de- we're we're a de- democratic radio show yeah. podcast. Exactly. We said that the other day. Was it yesterday? We said something about that? Uh, we, are, we are a democracy. I think we were talking to, to Hot Tramp about it because yeah. we really wanted to show play their, um, play their track. And I said, is that all right, Harley? And you were like, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I'll allow it. That's got my vote. Um, so, yeah, we're also going to be talking a bit about Sound City. That's happening this week. So we want to just uh, go through what's actually going on and what you can expect and what to be excited about uh, and what to be aware of. As yeah. well as uh, we're going to be talking about tribute acts. Thanks to Nigel for the su- uh, suggestion. And and as to, you know, whether they're a good thing, a bad thing, you know, it's good for the music industry, bad for the music industry. What yeah. do you think? That's pretty good. Uh, yeah. We will we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But um, Harley, I mean, it's been so, so long and I just need to know. What'd you do? Oh, I've done so much. Oh, thank you. Okay, that, that concludes Harley's <laughs> segment for two, three weeks. Oh, yeah, I've done so much. I've been away um, doing running events. Now, doing uh, sort of... The, the the normal running uh, AV tech for okay. uh, Quatreus for events that they've been doing, but I've been doing other bits in between and stuff like that. So, uh, I, I, did I mention that I had an audition for a uh, a fairy band? Yes, not on not on the show. You have that with the pre-record. I, yes, I, I did that like eleven o'clock at night. Right, uh, yeah. in in a hotel in the middle of Wales, and mm. I. Was it Wales? Yeah, I couldn't remember what I had and hadn't said. Not usually what people are doing in the middle of the night in a, in a hotel in the middle of Wales, but no, you know, you um, like to be different, don't you? Oh, God, I've got to be different. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was a really interesting thing. So that was two weeks ago now. Um, I met up with Matt Hurrell, um, hey. friend friend of ours from from the back in the college days. Way back, yeah. And uh, it was a really we met. Here's a, a drummer that he works with. He'd been in Beijing with for four months. Mm. Um, a guy called uh, Dan, really nice drummer, really lovely guy, um, and I'm really looking forward to working with him again just because mm. he's just a really positive uh, and just, just a very, like, very good person. Uh, he mm-hmm. was kind of MDing the, the rehearsal and cool. really was being really supportive because I had to sing a song. Right, nice. And I really struggled. Oh, sing um, a song he sang about this morning. Yeah. Well, um, did I mention I had a singing lesson? I, ha- I had my first singing lesson. Oh, brilliant. Um, Who with? With Bronwyn. Uh, oh. Bronwyn Cooper. She gave me some, you know, I was supposed to have a lesson with her yesterday as well, but didn't quite have, that didn't happen. For reasons I will explain. Mm, reasons. Later. For reasons. Um, so yeah, I've been really practicing. Did you sing some Sultana? I have been practicing lots of singing. Right. Because I, uh, I kind of, 
was at the, at the rehearsal and it was a low like a low volume rehearsal so lit, like electric kit and so and I really struggled to sing loudly over quiet things which is weird because right, I yeah. do that in the shower all the time <laughs> uh, so I've been working a lot on that kind of thing and it's been like really interesting to to learn to sing because it turns out I mean how long have I been singing for a long time I've yeah. been doing it wrong the mm. whole time Right. So, um, you know, just not using my diaphragm enough to push out uh, when I've been using like the head voice, using the diaphragm to push stuff out. Because I thought, well, you do one or the other. And it turns out that, that there is the yeah. middle point, which is head voice, which isn't falsetto. Mm. You might be able to explain that in a better way than me because you, you, you do yeah. those things. But um, yeah, that was a real lesson for me to learn. And I've just been like, I've been doing lots of driving on my own. So I've been just That's singing great. really loudly, breathing funnily and... You trying. forget that you've got such a, a great point to practice and to learn things, which is when you're just stuck there yeah. on the road. If you've got a podcast on or if you can sing or just, you know, like I say, stuck in a traffic jam, play a harmonica. Yeah, so that that was where I uh, did a lot of my singing lessons, singing practice, should I say. So I um, I drove, I, I said all this last week, but I'm just going to just talk about it because I'm going to brag about how hard my week was oh, don't, because, you know, that's how we go. <laughs> I drove from Cardiff, no, from Felixstowe to Cardiff, uh-huh. stayed overnight. The next morning I drove from Cardiff to Torquay. Torquay. Uh, the following day I drove from Torquay all the way up to Edinburgh. Edinburgh. I left at half, I think it took about nine or ten hours. Oh. Um, you did have a couple of breaks, right? Yeah, I, 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 I stopped twice. Um did you have to work as soon as you got to Edinburgh? No, we or got had a we got day. there. We went straight out for dinner, and it was really nice. Oh, that's cool. Um, Do you get paid for travel days with that? Yes, good. Yeah, uh, yeah, we get tra- and we also got paid for our day off because we were, you know, three hundred miles from home, so they, mm. we couldn't take on other work if we wanted to. So no, they, they, no. it's a retainer essentially. Yeah, um, and these are kind of logistics that some companies do overlook. Mm. So I'm really grateful for working for a company that understands that you know we we we've got to make a living, and mm. you know if we can work a day in between two jobs we will will do and if they don't want us to yeah. be the wrong side of the country or in another country entirely <laughs> yeah true um then uh yeah they've got to make sure that they they look after us and they they really do and they've been really 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 good really helpful and um this is open zone uh this were well the company's portrayers right uh, Quatreus, right sorry who, yeah. who were uh who, who were hiring us um yeah it was really cool i edinburgh's a beautiful city i don't have you have you ever been Oh yeah, God, oh, it is beautiful, isn't it? Where yeah. did you go out for dinner? Then did you go? Did you go out to any of the sort of the places, the catacombs, or we? Uh, so we went to the old town, uh, Edinburgh, the older bit, and yes. we went to a place called Royal Spatch Mile. Spatch. Oh, Spatch on okay. the, on the on the Tuesday night. It was really good. Um, Oliver's been there before. He's one of his like favourite oh, cities. Man, it is just such a. It's same, same. I, I it's a, it's a toss up between um, Edinburgh and Paris for me. It's just yeah. The, but my favourite cities I've been to anyway. That's great. Yeah, no, it's, I really enjoyed it. Loads of culture, loads of like character. Yeah. And it's a city, but it doesn't feel like a city like London does. Yeah. It's not busy. It's not hectic. Like I never felt myself stressed just <laughs> yeah. walking down the road. Yeah. So that was really cool. Um, we had a couple of days out. We did did this and that, and um, you know we, we and the job was fairly uh, fairly straightforward yeah. by then because we'd already done it twice, so yeah, we knew what we were doing. What was the venue you did then? Uh, Murrayfield. Murrayfield. It was Murrayfield Rugby Stadium. Oh wow! So um, we were in the on the corporate cool. centres there. Um, it was. I tell you what, we had the most horrible ping in the room. All oh, right. So, so you, just describe what a ping is for the, so for the people listening. 
when you hear the sound of a room, you mm. get reflections. Yeah. So you're, as you're hearing, you're hearing my mic, my mic now. It sounds like I'm in a room. If there are no reflections, it just sounds like my voice. You don't hear any kind of like tail or delay. Mm. That's why if I clap my hands, you hear a yeah. little bit of a noise after the clap. There is a bit of ping in here as well, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, every room has various mm. reflections. You get when you have, talk about a ping or a flutter, you get you uh, like if if you clap your hands and it goes, yeah, like old chat. Yeah, and you get that as it like basically the sound hits a flat surface, bounces back, and hits another parallel surface and bounces back like ping pong. Exactly. That's why I call it ping. And this one was ridiculous. We clap your hands and we counted seven like claps really uh and they were about i don't know how far away they were like how how short they were but it was like it was that like every time we're like this is going to be a challenge luckily we were able to set the set the speakers up in a way that that wasn't an issue but um it was yeah that was really interesting and it was i recorded so many versions of the clap I'll, i'll play it play it to you later Mm because it was just the noise was hilarious how did you deal with it then um well okay so the room was wide right so um so it was if you play badminton it's like a doubles court rather than a singles court okay so so it was shallow the stage was on the the shallow end and then it was really wide so we had four speakers across the room and they were pointing to the back of the room which was the short end, okay. and the and the flutter was happening on the long end. Right. Okay. So we had the basically had the speakers pointing in the direction that the flutter wasn't. Okay. Uh, and we kept the because we had four speakers, we had the volume low, but then lots of it pushing. Yeah. So then you get more sound coming from the source and less coming from the reflections of the room. Oh, that's cool. And it only really became an issue for certain notes where someone went, "I think this was a really good time." <laughs> Yeah, and you just get the T that bounces yeah. back. So we did that. That was a great job. We travelled all the way back uh, Friday night. Edinburgh. Uh, I've done 25 hours of driving this week. Oh, and that didn't God. count for the weekend. Oh, that's crazy. The weekend was a stress. What did you do? So um, <laughs> my storage unit has, uh, or where we I store all my equipment, uh, has closed so uh it's being knocked down turned into houses um, and that that whole estate has to be gone we had to be we have to be everything has to be evacuated by midnight tonight whoa so i have spent every moment of my free time on saturday and on sunday trying to empty one unit and fill up this other unit and i've gone from 450 square foot to 50 oh so which i have enough stuff to fit in there but it Mm. was spread out and it's taken a lot to kind of fiddling to make it all work yeah uh, i had a gig saturday night was playing with chart attack we there were like here's the thing right uh elliot wasn't able to do it and we didn't know this until friday night oh no bronwyn absolutely saved the day nice she came to us we she she confirmed like nine o'clock saturday morning Mental. turned up to the gig half seven in the evening we went through a couple of bits what was the gig? Just, where was it so this was a two a, a, a pair a twin birthday party. Right. They're not twins, they're friends, but right. they went to school together, same age. Yeah. Um uh, uh, at the Labour Club in Felixstone. Oh, okay, cool. Um they saw us. They they told us what happened, right? We played there in December last year. 
they were going to go on holiday to Vegas for their birthday. Right. And they hadn't booked their tickets yet. And they watched us play and they went, no, nah, we're not going to go on going to Vegas. We're going to have a birthday party. We're going to have these guys play. That is cool. They cancelled their trip to Vegas because they wanted us to have a party. Wow. Put, put on a party for them, which... I mean, really and then, humbling. And then when you have a cancellation. Yeah. Oh, my I was gosh. like, I was stressing. And I phoned him up and I was like, look, Elliot, he's, he's not well. He can't do the gig. Um, we've got someone else. So we've got the, we've got the gig. That's fine. Um, just thought I'd give you a heads up. So you're not expecting a big, a big bearded man on stage. Instead, <laughs> you've got a, the next best thing. A bearded lady. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this is me. <laughs> <laughs> And um, he was like, no, that's fine. That's great. He's like, as long as people are dancing. And they were, and they had a great time. So that was cool. That wasn't my biggest stress of the day because I was still trying to move house and everything. Oh, and okay. it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a stressful day, but we made it. And yeah, well it was, it got there eventually. So yeah, I was quite, I was quite happy once that had sorted um, mm. and I could kind of just breathe. Although Sunday I had to be up at the crack of dawn to carry on moving house. And oh yeah, it came there to my. So I just want to say thank you because um, you know, in the middle of all this, ladies and gentlemen, oh yeah, Harley still found time to come and see for, see me for my birthday and, yeah, and work with uh, with my girlfriend to for the surprise. So yeah, cheers, mate. In the middle of all of that, yeah, still well, some time. Thank it you. was a yeah, it was that was a really great party. It was great, and that's a really good excuse when you've got a musician such as yourself yeah. to go and hang out with other musicians, yeah, yeah. but not be at work yeah yeah exactly you know it was really good to hang with rich and not talk about music oh, yeah exactly you, right. know, you um, do but like not in the not in it yeah yeah like yeah not talk about gigs in a professional sense you know and it was really really quite cool um yeah so i came along unfortunately i wasn't able to stay as late as i wanted to um i had to run home and finish emptying the vans loading the vans and stuff and i sorted that out tonight so now i am oh you've done well free of my space I am so tired. I'm I, like I haven't had a lot of sleep this weekend or last week. So uh, I'm I've just been living off coffee t- this morning, <laughs> and I'm very jittery right now. <laughs> so I'm quite hyper. Yeah. So I do apologise if I've been talking too sw- quickly and not making any sense. But that was my week. Oh my gosh, Harley, that's just amazing. So quick question. Oh yes. What was your favourite musical moment from last week? My favourite musical moment was. Uh, it's actually. Bron was going to hate me for this. So there was a point she did absolutely brilliantly. There was one song that she uh, made, she she messed up on. She came in like half a bar early and then kind of lost her place. And she kind of realized she wasn't right and just went straight into crowd mode and was like, how you guys doing? la di da da And then jumped in where she could. That's like, so cool. And it was yeah. a true sign of professionalism. And I was like, I'm really lucky to have to be on a stage with musicians of this caliber. And it mm. not only with that was with her, but reminded me that all of these musicians that I'm working with these days are all just so ridiculously talented mm. and so professional. And just to be in those circles, a part yeah. of those bubbles has been a, a word I've been using a lot this weekend. What great. was, what was your favorite musical lesson or just less? What did you learn last week? Um, I think the lesson I learned is that nothing's undoable. Like nothing is a uh, a is unachievable. And the fact mm. that let's say we had this situation with you ever seen the, a man eat his own head? No, <laughs> then, <laughs> then that have, can't be achievable. Perhaps. <laughs> um, uh, the fact that I was I was on my way uh, to visit a friend that I was gonna um, 
didn't really want to be on my phone all evening trying to sort it. Had a phone call from Toby going, we've got no Elliot tomorrow. So, okay, that's fine. We've got three options. We'll sort those three options out. Uh, it was down to one option by midnight. Yeah. And by the morning, that one option came through. And I was like, look, Amazing. we'll find a way. Yeah. If that's not an option, we'll find something else. There's always something yeah. we can do. Never say die. And I was like, just, I was like, I'm not going to stress about it because... I want to be social and want to see see my friends and yeah. I'll sort it in the morning, you know. Yeah. I wasn't living on my phone too much that night and it was quite nice to do that. Yeah, it does help. Um, so just to, yeah, these situations can stress me out quite a lot when things go wrong and I think I've learned hopefully to not have that stress as much as I, yeah. I don't need to stress as much as I sometimes do. It's not as big a deal as sometimes you make it out to be. No. Well, mate. Mate. Party. Did stuff well done, buddy. Well done. You know, there's also something else that Harley did a year ago. He played bass on this track with me, which I just released yesterday. I love it. Um, this is called Demons, uh, and it's by me. Please enjoy.
that was Demons uh, by myself, Josh Locke, as well as Mr. Harley Cotton here. He was playing bass on that one. Yes. We played that live at Sugar Ray's. That's now available on all streaming platforms. Um, I think well, it's going to be in Spotify in the next couple of days. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, last week, let's talk about what oh, what I uh, ooh, uh, uh, did, huh? What are we doing next week? Um, Start East. I started off at Start East on the Monday. After I finished the show here, I went to Start East. There was a sort of a, a rap, a rap party of okay. sort of all the work they've done. Oh, so not like a, a party of rappers. Yeah, we just had no. We just had a lot of fajitas. Okay. And there was some really nice people <laughs> there that were like creative folks uh, from you know like Remy from Red Cactus Media. There's Creative uh, Computing was there, um, and it was just great to network with a bunch of people. Um, do you remember Pixel Hate yes, back in the day? Yes. He, uh, he runs uh, Creative Compu- Computing. Um, and uh, and they, they have meetups on Monday, so I'm hopefully going to try and pop over there tonight um, for people that sort of want to start games and things like this um, yeah. and, and need other people that do coding and, and musicians as well. They need musicians for, for soundtracks for games nowadays. Awesome, so, yeah, of course. So if you are a musician looking for something to work on, uh, Monday night, Check it out. Um, it's not always Mondays, um, and it's not every Monday. But if you check out Creative Computing, you can get. But anyway, that was thankful to Start East for 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 put me in contact with these people. Um, on Wednesday, I met up with an old friend, Mr. Stephen Kendall. Oh yes, uh, of Swan Fest. How is he? He is great. He's he now um, uh, is going around a lot of different uh, record fairs and going around a lot across different countries and stuff, and oh, nice. just selling old CDs and vinyl. And he's just yeah doing really well. And we were just shooting the breeze about you know the music scene and what's going on what's been going well what's been going wrong and what needs to change and it was just really nice we were just sort of you know putting the world to rights and ideas came from it so you know we'll be hopefully seeing each other to work on stuff in the future um then on thursday it was rich's birthday mr rich webb who uh, of the harley and josh show sometimes um Uh, yeah so and we we had a surprise birthday party for him um uh, with loads of friends that were all musicians again just a big music party nice um just as um, and we we played that game speak out where you put those gum shields in your mouth and you try to talk and (laughs) it was hilarious it's absolutely but also it sounds messy it is very messy do not try to drink a beer uh, when you've got, because I tried that and I just had beer all over me for the rest of the night. Right. So yeah, don't, don't do that. Okay. But yeah, happy birthday, Rich. Uh, and thanks for all your amazing stuff this year. Mm. Um, then on Friday, I went down to the Two Sisters um, uh, Art Center in Trimley uh, because my mum uh, is doing a show there. It's kind of like a prequel, no, a sequel, sorry, to The Importance of Being Earnest. Okay. Um, it's called To Hell in a Handbag and it's going to be going on uh, next week. Um, I believe it's next week. I have a bad son. Um, but yeah, you can get tickets for that. Um, and it's, it's a sort of a two header. So just two people, my mum and Steve being the, uh, just doing the whole show. So it's two characters and it's a lot of work. There's so many lines for them to learn. Right, yeah. But there are some parts where there weren't, uh, where there are other people from in importance of being earnest involved yeah. that actually aren't in the show. So we had to record those lines. Right. So I'm actually, I did some recording for it. I was sort of, um, I was earnest. <laughs> so I just sort of recorded that. But they were just like, yeah, can you just come down and read some lines and we'll record it into my laptop? And I'm like, no. We can Are do- you crazy? We yeah. can we can do better. <laughs> we have the technology. We can rebuild. Um so yeah, I um so yeah, we recorded that. Just put a condenser, my little blue um bluebird condenser microphone in the in the middle of us. There was five people and that was all I had. I was like, this is the best we can do. It's better than laptop mic. Yeah. Um we just sat around, just did it all with um 
with uh, distance and and projection. And uh, you know who was reading in uh, Miss Prism? No, it wasn't Miss Prism. I can't remember what her name was uh, as the the character was uh, Justine Demir. Oh, really? Miss Lady J. Amazing. As she's involved in that uh, that performance, she's uh, doing sort of storytelling for them. Great, great um, storyteller. Yeah, she's a great storyteller, and she's yeah, she's a great voice actress as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, that was fun. Uh, on that night, um, it was we were playing for Layla's birthday. Layla Edwards, the, the yes. agent that, that books a lot of stuff around here. She works with uh, Stetsons Are Cool, um, and uh, she booked us at the Shamrock. Amazing. Basically, like, so we basically we charge more than mm. a lot of pubs will pay. And uh, Layla was like, I don't care. I want you guys involved, so I'll just pay the difference. Uh, okay. So they paid us, and uh, Layla sort of forked out the rest of it um so it's quite a good way of doing it if you think about it for a birthday party and, yeah you know just think all right well if we make a public gig and we'll get the band that we want um and then you know as long as we let them sort of sell merch or um you know promote themselves and there we go they get so you can do it for a bit less so that was good shamrock's a bit of bit of a bit of a ramen um we were playing yeah. actually in the back we weren't playing at the window oh, really? we were playing right now on uh, oh, the back where the sort of the i saw some videos are. of that and tried to work out oh, where you what's were going on see that was different yeah, yeah trying nice. to figure it out I, there was so many different things on the wall that we were all headbutting because they're sticking out from the wall i was like uh. i can't relate sorry yeah <laughs> oh no you would have um oh, okay. the low hanging um sorry that was a low-hanging <laughs> insult there um <laughs> then on saturday morning it was at bravo uh school of rock Oh, bro. Um, hey, uh, so in Stone Market, um, we were we were teaching um, "Fat Bottom Girls" by Queen. June to uh, so yeah, just teaching kids about body confidence <laughs> ever since <laughs> seven. You know, they're sort of seven or eight years old. Um, and uh, we also did what was the other song that we did? Oh yeah, it was uh, "Sharp Dressed Man" by ZZ Top. Also tuned. Yeah, also tuned. The thing is, I only got told what songs we were doing the day before so i was just right. like frantic just getting that all together and i have to tab it out and everything okay yeah and i uh, and i thought i'd tabbed out sharp dress man actually i'd tabbed out give me all your loving by zz top and i was like how did i mix those uh, so they're quite yeah. similar like like they're like similar sort of sound similar era of yeah, ZZ top, exactly, aren't they? yeah yeah um so yeah interesting stuff um we you know we got it we got it done the kids you know uh, they 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 attempted because there is some hard parts in those those tracks and there are a lot of beginners there um and it's also very difficult to teach intricate parts to a to a workshop of five kids of course yeah so yeah they did the best they could and i think we're going to be by the time they get to performance they're going to have polished that amazingly so yeah well done guys um then that same as soon as i after that i shut off down to sailmakers in Ipswich because the BBC are basically doing they're going a talent search around the country for the local radio stations like BBC Suffolk or BBC Cambridgeshire you know all this sort of stuff yeah and they're just basically looking for new voices um you know people from different backgrounds that haven't been in radio uh, for very long or haven't been into radio at all okay um, and so their their the brief was uh you've got one minute in front of four judges tell us a story and I was there with some very talented people. Taryn Mason was there. Mm. Um, uh, I I ran in to Ben from that, that helped us with um, with with IO Radio oh, from yes, the beginning, yeah. and uh, and I convinced him to go and do an uh, uh, an audition as well. Oh, great! He yes. got through. Bless him. Oh, good old nice. boy. Good for him. Yes, exactly. From from the Guy Cry Club. Check him out. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so I uh, I basically I told the story about the pirate priests, which I've told on this show yeah. before, um, and I told them that I'd. Um, 
written a song about it. If you want to know about that story, by the way, guys, check back. There's some interesting stuff in that story. Yeah. Or come and see a Jason the Buccaneers show uh, this Sunday at the Black Boy in Sudbury. I might come along. At two o'clock. Um, or this Friday at the railway. Oh, um, yeah. So uh, that I told that and then I sung them the chorus of the song that I wrote it about. Yeah. Oh, sang a song I wrote about this morning. <laughs> Jingle. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so I got through. I got four yeses from a panel of four judges. I'm super happy with that. Nice. But basically, I'm just, I just wanted to let them know that I'm interested in working with the BBC and, yep. um, and you know, that Harley and, Harley and I would like to, you know, bring some stuff to them that, you know, they might have overlooked. We ain't checkled down. No, exactly. But we do love it here in our yeah, radio. We, do, yeah. we really do. It's really nice. Um, so, yeah. Then after that, um, I was gigging at the Shepherd and Dog in Holsley. Um, a lot of Rainer's family. Rainer was playing drums for both the, sh- the shows this weekend. That's so it was great. a trio with Murray, uh, Murray, Rainer and I. And it was really fun. Like, just really nice to just have that different vibe. Because mm. um, we don't play in that sort of configuration of that often. Because Rich was playing um, for Tallulah Good Times. Great. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was a, so yeah, it was really nice. Really nice because he had some of his family there that hadn't seen him play before. Um, and there were some people that came that were from uh, Old Jet when they used to come to Old Jet that came down to watch us from Rendlesham. So yeah, nice to just sort of catch up with people. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, what else happened? Oh yeah, it was my birthday. So I'm going oh, to go on about that again. Um, but yeah, like I so I I got a cryptic thing from my dad said uh, on Sunday morning you got to come to mine for ten o'clock. We're going for a walk, a village walk in Balaam, <laughs> which is just near Claydon. And I'm just like, oh, do I have to? I mean, I didn't get home from that gig yeah. until half one, I think it was. And I was like, oh man, I can't. Do I really have to? He was like, yeah, and I'm afraid the orders come from above. So that means they came from Frankie, my girlfriend. <laughs> so I was like, all right, so I had to be out. And then we just, um, yeah, we just sort of spent my birthday. He gave me lots of chocolate. And he was like, right, we have to be back home by four. So I was like, I have no idea what's going on. I get back home at four. Frankie comes out to meet me, put a blindfold on me immediately. I'm like, okay. She's like, shut up and walk. I'm like, okay. I'm getting recruited by ISIS. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, I get moved, walked in to my house, into the conservatory, and everybody's there. Like everybody I love, every, all my friends, all my family. Um, the and I don't know. I was saying to Harley, I was getting a little bit daunted about turning thirty. You always get that thing of just like, did I waste my twenties? Have I, have I done what I wanted to do by the time I was thirty? And then as soon as my blindfold came off and saw all you guys sitting there, just like. You know, I don't know, just being there for me and, and, and just, you know, showing me some love. I was just, yeah, overwhelmed. And I thought, that's what I did in my 20s. I met, I, I met all these amazing people. I uh, I just, I've, I've gigged with these people. I've just hung out and laughed and loved and, and cried and, and with all these people. And I was like, that's, that isn't a waste of time. Oh, man. That's exactly what I needed. So, Sweet. yeah, thank you guys for, for making that really special. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna cry. Um, so we'll have, a, we'll have a hug during oh, this okay, song. We'll hug it out. It's fine. But yeah, some people that were there that really did help to make it special were Josh and Tom from Hot Tramp. Did, what, what, did they get you a birthday present? They gave me <laughs> their newest EP, Rock and Roll Philistines, which is not out yet. Oh, it's not even out. Oh, so Ooh. that makes it that bit special. Yeah, it? it's not on. Um, this isn't on Spotify or anything like this. But I was, I was allowed. Well, we were allowed yeah. last night um, by the guys to be able to play you this track. It's now available on Facebook on their music video, uh, and the music video is amazing. Done by Tom Rout, helped uh, by Raina Vandell, and um, yeah, you guys just, just, I'm just gonna let the, the song. Uh, one quick thing: 
the the album is so good it's just so good i've had it in yeah. the car ever since um and i've listened to it at home so many times it's the first time that i've had literal goosebumps when the first chorus comes in uh, of the first track called preaching on the ep i was it seriously blew my mind um oh, and yeah the, here's just a taste of what you've got coming up this is birds and bees by hot tramp kick it yeah <laughs> The first Ipswich Sound City is this Friday, the 4th of October. Here we are. Folk music news. Oh. It's, it's Sound City time, guys. It's Sound City. It's Sound City time, guys. Um, just quickly, uh, if you just tuned in, that was Hot Tramp. A tramp. With birds and... Ramp, ramp. Um, with birds and bees. Uh, that's an incredible track. So good, yeah. Just keep your eyes peeled on their Facebook page and check out their music video. Um, so, yeah. Oh, thanks for the the album. I just want to say that. Uh, so, we've got quite a lot of big bands coming to Ipswich. Can, can I just... This whole thing, the Sound City, like, from right. the moment that they announced, oh, we might be doing a Sound City thing, like, it seems like that was, like, a couple of weeks ago. And it, it's, it's here. It's come come around so quick, and it, from a point of nothing to... Big event, fully organised, yeah. with some really good uh, good events happening. Absolutely, man. I mean, so we've got The Murder Capital, Novelist, Snapped Ankles, who are amazing, Sir Was, who is amazing, and WH Lung, playing alongside local artists, old and new, including The Stupids, who are amazing, uh, Gaffer Tape Sandy, who are also amazing, and Dingus Khan, who are mental. Mental. They are. <laughs> they really are mental. It's going to yeah. be so good. Um Yes, there's just there's so much going on. Um, they've got I've got this info from the Ipswich Star and from Joe Bailey himself. Um, the day will be a mix of conference discussions, talks, and showcase performances. Uh, and Joe Bailey said, "Let's be honest. October fourth is going to be a big day, filled to the brim with acts across Ipswich venues: the Corn Exchange, outdoor venue, the Corn Hill, the Smokehouse, and the Manor Ballroom." Uh, if Ponders want to take a break between seeing acts, this is the, the cool thing. Like, I, yeah. I didn't know this was going to be a thing. There'll be street food vendors catering to a wide range of culinary tastes, such as Mr. Spicy. I've had their stuff before at uh, the Big Multicultural Fest. It's yeah. real nice. So, which is like uh, West Indies jerk chicken, curry, and burgers, that kind of oh, stuff. Amazing. Um, they got the Latin table, which is like burritos and quesadillas, which I don't know. I, I might just have to just, oh, just destroy that. And Mutha Vegan. I've not heard of them before, right. but it's organic plant-based vegan food and Mutha wood fire mother? pizza. Mutha or Mother? I don't know. Mother Vegan? M-U-T-H-A. Mother. I mother mean. Vegan. Oh, I get it. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yo, um, other swear words are available. Go <laughs> <laughs> uh, on. What's the, what's, the, what's the next bit? It says, Harley, come on, I'm talking too cool, much. You're going to make me read. Uh, okay, so not to mention our conference, which covers uh talks including going back to the roots the importance of venues in the local music scene which is very relevant to, to this and a lot of what's going on in Ipswich. uh that's going to happen 12 to 12 45 um they're doing how to release your music and get paid from 1 till 1 45 uh in convention uh novelist 2 till 2 45 oh yeah that's angel's so, doing that one so right. she's actually interviewing she's, him she's uh leading that great um and then there's um, Solo, Independent or Major, A Guide to World Record Labels, uh, 3 to 3 to 5. The world of record labels, not the world record labels. I'd love to see yeah. that. Like You've got Guinness, World Records, or nothing else. That's yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, which is, 
Yeah, that's a really interesting one uh, because mm. they are all those kind of labels are, are like different types of uh, publishing music and mm. yeah, they're very they're very different worlds mm. and it's very important to understand the difference in them and how your music can cater to one or the other yeah, or and benefit or, from from one or, or exactly just, yeah um, and that's a, so that's a very good industry for any musicians who want to go to something like that that's great uh, they're also doing uh, a a talk with Grammy winning award winning engineer and producer Adrian Bushby at 4 to 45. He's worked with like the Foo Fighters and U2 and stuff like right. that. It's crazy. So, I would say he knows what he's doing. Yeah. Uh, the, the talks will be hosted uh, by Ipswich Film Theatre inside the Corn Exchange. That's great, isn't it? So, like, have you been to the, the film theatre? I haven't. No, is that the downstairs one? Yes, I used yeah. to work in there. Okay. Apparently it's haunted and I believe them. Uh, <laughs> but no, I by don't. you. I'm not like this. Haunted <laughs> by me, exactly. I just hear the game. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to this being a thing. Um, yeah, just the just the subjects. I mean, yeah. the importance of venues and the local music scene. I mean, if there are some, you know, if there's people there watching this, it will boost morale. Yeah. It yeah. will it will boost um, you know just awareness. And we keep how saying much that, we need it. how much we've we've got a really good scene, and mm. I think this the fact that this is a happening mm. is a is a proof that that we're right. My the <laughs> only thing is that we don't have a home for live music apart from the smokehouse anymore yeah. uh, the swan was so huge mm. um and filling those shoes is really difficult yeah um and uh three wise monkeys have now cancelled all their fridays and saturday gigs yeah so they're not doing anything anymore um they do their sunday shows um and we'd, we'll be talking about that later on mm. um in the gig list but we need people to listen up take action and think about where we're gonna, where the home for our local music yeah. is gonna be now, and support that home as yeah. much as you can. You know, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying if you're not going to a gig every Friday, every Saturday, every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, that you're you're doing it wrong because we all have lives <laughs> and we all have want to socialize in different places. Yeah, but just uh, being aware of what's going on and um, yeah. you know, just showing the sport the way you can. It's true. So anyway, five, from 5 p.m. onwards, Richard Hoff and Angel Joseph, you amazing people, um, from BBC Music Introducing in Suffolk, will be talking, um, taking over the Cornhill stage and presenting a lineup of exciting new talent. So uh, you can see catchy noir pop from Eloise, uh, alt R&B from Connor Nunn. We've played him on the show before. Yeah. Uh, introspective rapper LMC. He's amazing. I've seen, I've seen him in yep. Global Village. Uh, powerhouse alt rockers, ghosts of men. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And plenty of indie bangers from Swinsu competition we've played a lot of those people on this show it's great that it's a nice uh there's, a, there's something for everyone yeah and you know they're all great bands so even if you're not necessarily an avid listener of one you can still support it uh and enjoy your night because they are all amazingly good, good yes. artists. and um so, so yeah I you're think in for a good night if you're if you're heading in that direction what's your sort of takeaway from sound city well pre-sound city anyway um i just think that I'm really hopeful, hoping that it's going to generate a, like you say, I don't want to say kickstart the local music scene because we've mm. still got we've got a great music scene, but just give it that nice like that that nice booster, um, yeah, to push to inspire people. Um, I was talking to someone the other day who uh, did a gig um, for Girl Guides, right, and she was you know she said for most of the part no one was listening and. Uh, at the end, one girl went up to her and said, I really like your stuff. I really want to be a musician. And oh, she's like, wow. I, I just do this with, you know, this is great. And she's like, but that when you do a gig, you're inspiring other people to do what you, you've you always wanted to do. Mm. And, uh, you know, so it, I think this is a real good kind of, like I say, booster and uh, like 
slingshot to try and get people into doing that True. kind of stuff. And also understanding that it is a business and an industry and giving people the tools to be able to see it as that. Yeah. And um, I really hope people can... I'm, I'm really annoyed because I can't go. I'm busy. And I really yeah. hope other people can kind of support it because I want to see this happening every year. Yeah, I'm gigging myself uh, in the evening. I'm going to try and get to as much of it as I can. Um, yeah. But that's the thing. We did actually get asked to do interviews and yeah. go around and, and, and talk loved to, to all, the, like all the bands and things like this. And it would have been amazing, but it's, uh, it's a little bit too last minute because, <laughs> you know, we are, again, gigging musicians. Yeah. And to find us having a free Friday is very difficult yeah yeah that's <laughs> it that's it it's a it's a big event yeah um, um i i'm hoping i'd say my hope is that it happens again so we can be yes part involved of it. Uh, yeah yeah and that we know loads about it beforehand um yeah. but yeah uh so get yourself down to sound city this friday um bring a friend if you think there's somebody that you know that is into music but i don't know doesn't really that you don't feel like they've they they can they've experienced as much of it as you think yeah. that they need then bring them down and just get somebody hooked mm -hmm. i mean music is the only drug that's acceptable <laughs> yeah that's it you know like that where you want to get your mates hooked <laughs> on the same stuff um so yeah get your mates hooked come down to sound city and get yourself along to one of these talks if you are an, an independent musician and you need help they're there for you at yeah. the Ipswich Corn Exchange. Or even if you're just interested in how it all works. Exactly, mate. So let's quickly get on to Nigel's point of... Thing I found report about this morning. Jingle. Jingle. Harley. Yeah. Tribute acts. Are they good or are they bad? Well, it depends how good they are. Discuss. Oh, yes. <laughs> I think tribute... I, I've, I say I've had my eyes open to the world of tribute bands recently. They're, oh, really? It's a much bigger industry than I originally thought mm -hmm. uh, when I was doing the show... Um, the nearly festival like people are there's a real market for people who want to go see a band that and can't either can't afford to see the real thing mm. or the real thing's dead yeah um <laughs> that's, yeah. that's not mince my words <laughs> so that's a great I, i'm like that's an interesting thing um and i've kind of always shunned them in the past not shunned them but just gone oh it's a bit cringe not my corny thing. yeah yeah um and of course, there are those tribute bands who go for the corny and yeah. go for the, the ABBA. Uh, go for that. Uh, I was thinking, uh, Mr. Harry Isaac Preston. We because they're <laughs> like that, his show is is close to a parody, but then still ridiculously good in yeah. every way as well. It's it's brilliant. Yeah, um, he's self aware, and that's the yeah. thing. That's one. I think that's one of the arguments against tribute acts. Sometimes they're just not self aware enough. Um, yeah. because they just seem to just think they're as good as a real thing and i mean as good as you can be you'll never be as good as a real thing do you think tribute acts uh are taking business or taking fans away from the real thing that's a good question i i the thing is do you reckon that people that are going along to these tribute nights are actually the same kind of people that would go along to see original stuff and yeah. see the original stuff is that is the it's kind of the bedrock of mm. a music industry you've got the sort of the fluff on the top like you know we we do a lot of covers gigs and stuff like yeah. that and that is something to sort of like keep it going keeping the industry going yeah. but the bedrock is people writing and people being uh, engaging and being creative um because yeah. otherwise i don't know if you don't have songs to cover there's no gigs well that's it other. yeah you can't be a cover band if there are no songs yeah exactly to cover. so you know it, it i i it's, it's kind of the same thing as like music day in ipswich you see all those people out there having an amazing time and seeing local music and just having a you know a, a look at what the music scene's like yeah you don't always see those same people 
out at the the sort of the dingy pub gigs. Um, mm. So you said, let me think. So we got the Nearly Festival that happens. You yeah. got the Nearly Nights that happen sometimes at the Bingo Hall, um, just up near Three Wise Monkeys, and they sort of do full Queen nights or full Led Zeppelin nights and stuff. Mm. And the sort of they are also kind of bread and butter things for theatres in sort of off peak times. Um, you know, a lot of theatres will have you know the top thin Lizzie or yeah. uh, you know cover band yeah, or like Australian Pink Floyd man. Yes, yeah. I mean they, they do some top. massive shows. Yeah, those. I mean they do stadiums and stuff, don't yeah. they? But so I mean, here's the question. I mean, how much are they actually helping out the uh, the original artists? Yeah. So, I've, I mean, Pink Floyd, I mean, they obviously they're not kicking anymore. How much does the Australian Pink Floyd help them out? That's a very good question. And I, I think... We're so good at this. Yeah. Well, I, Rainer went to see... That's me patting myself on the back. <laughs> Rainer went to see Australian Pink Floyd years ago. And before yeah. that, wasn't a massive fan of Pink Floyd. Mm-hmm. Not his kind of thing. If you're not really actively listening to their music, listen to their albums and, you know... But he went to a gig and was like, oh, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Because he went as a plus one to someone who really wanted to go to go to the gig, yeah. and went well. It's a gig. I'm always up for that, and I know mm. it's going to be a good show. The lights will be pretty because Pink Floyd. Yeah, and oh, um, they are great. Yeah, they're well good. I remember it? seeing them. So I was just going to get a discussion about the Australian Pink Floyd, but I saw them at the region when I was when I used to work. Mm. They came down two or three times, and I always tried to make sure that I was at the fire exit so I could watch the whole thing, but yeah. still be you know there working. But the um, but you know, so it must help with them with PRS and so mm, publishing, of course, yeah, um, and uh, and yeah, just the, just the rights keeping those old bands alive. But it's all about keeping old music alive, mm. and uh, you know, a lot of the time, yeah, we do need this this freshness. I mean, I've I've said this to you earlier. My approach to music is the same thing as a lot of people's approach to fruit and vegetables. Yeah, buy fresh, buy local. Yeah. If you buy fresh and you buy local, then you're promoting and you are encouraging your locality to think, okay, well, this is financially viable around here. So let's start businesses. Let's invest that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and if you think about it that way, then a lot of people come out of their shells and they think, oh, okay, there is actually demand for this. So I'll do it. Mm-hmm. If, if all you're investing in is tribute acts that can really kill the flower. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think does it grow. Yeah. I, that's a very interesting point, you know. Um, oh, I'm going to pat myself on the back again. Yeah, you should. Yeah, oh. you should. Yeah, like, um, I think the best, I think for me, the, the tribute, ba- tribute bands, because there's two types of tribute band as well, mm. because you've got those who are like, if we see uh, Celebration uh, um, of Prince. Right. Oh, yeah. They are one. a full-on show where they have a full band and uh, Jimmy Love, as who, talented guy who, who know he is in character he steps on that stage and he is prince yeah and it's great because you're seeing the show you're seeing the band do their show and it's it's not always note for note as the original is because i mean prince never did it same twice no. he rearranged and remade mm. his songs more than anyone else and did it so well and they they take that on board and do a show where he is prince plays homage you've got other bands who are other tribute bands who aren't they're not trying to be the artists they're doing a show of tributing the artists. Yeah. So you'll get those who go like, they'll be on stage and we're like, look, we're here to celebrate the music by sharing the music with you. Yeah. Uh, and we're not trying to look like them. Yeah. Or no, because sometimes, you know, and that's, if they, if they know they can't do that bang on, then that's really good. But then Two they get the music right. I wanted to share with you, uh, Frankie's brother, my girlfriend's brother, um, Pete, was in a band that I think you'll really appreciate their, their oh, name. Yeah. The tribute band were called Depp Leopard. Love it. Yes. Love it. Right, here we yeah. go. Um, 
But another pro to um, having tribute bands, though, is the fact of that it it does give a lot of backstage workers some extra work. Yeah. And a lot of those people are musicians and in originals bands. I mean, James Hicks, uh, our, yeah. our good mate, he he um, worked with the Purple Celebration yeah. um, and toured around with them when he was sort of not gigging with Underline the Sky or Cook on the mm-hmm. Butterfields, which are... So he, this giving him money is yeah. paying him to be able to take that money to his originals bands yeah. and, and and promote that. So it, it, there is a trickle-down effect here, I yeah. think. There's more than one way to feed a cat. Trickle-down tributes. Oh, you want to feed it? Are you swinging? I was just getting paid in it. Oh. I, I know, I, I, yeah. <laughs> more than one way to swing a fed cat or something. Uh, so, yeah, um, what do you guys think? Please let us know. Uh, get, let us know in the comments uh, and just, you know, think about what we've missed. Have we missed a discussion point? Yeah. What do you think tributes attribute acts are I good for? I think I've got for? a new game. What do you think they're bad about them? Go on. I thought of a new game we could What's do the over the weekend. So uh, we'll, we'll do, a, do our little post and Facebooky post that we sometimes do. Yeah. We'll do, I just want to hear the best... Uh, tribute band names oh, real or yes. fake if they're real tag that's them. great but yeah i cool we'll make that a ha- we'll make that a happen that is a great idea all right yeah think get get that ready guys think about your best tribute band names like mash them up yeah. so dep leopard that's that's a good one that's a good one yeah so i can't think of any right now you get I, no oasis you know that kind of stuff my, fra- my favorite one is uh james at the shop at west end music uh he said he's always wanted to be in a jamaraquai Jum- tribute band and just call it similaraquai <laughs> on that note sorry for the gig list um, so right that got me off guard sorry <laughs> right okay I'm going to read out the first one so on Wednesday 7.30 at the Froy's free, ha- uh, free House and Restaurant in Woodbridge we've got the wonderful Honey and the Bear on yeah. their album tour uh, it's part of Folk at the Froy's that's October 2nd at 7.30 so enjoy that on Wednesday Cool. We've got October the 4th, which is that a Friday? That's Friday. Uh, we have Sound City. <laughs> it says here 4th and the 5th of October. Is there stuff happening on the 5th or is it just going past midnight and that's what the event says? It might be that. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's going from 5pm yeah. until 2am. Okay. So, so nice late one. Make it. Make the most of it. Absolutely, mate. Friday, uh, I am playing with the Buccaneers and the Iron Boot Scrapers at the Railway at the 4th of October. We're starting about 8.30. Amazing. 8 o'clock, 8.30, around that kind of point. So uh, Iron Boot Scrapers are from Brighton, coming all the way up from Brighton to play for us at Ipswich. They played there before. If you haven't seen them, I've got to just go on about them for a second. Lead singer plays theremin. Okay. They're all they're they're called Edwardian rock, and they dress up in Edwardian gear, like sort of soldier gear. One of them dresses in a big priest outfit. Take loads of pictures, please. Right. See this. The drummer plays in a marching band big bass drum. Mm. Right. Um. The uh. They got a saxophone player, and instead of a bass player, they have a euphonium, massive tuba style. Wow. So the mic going in, it's just like. But if you imagine that as if it was Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. We'll, we'll play some to finish the show off and you can hear what we're talking about. Nice. We'll stay with we'll stay with you on this one. Uh, 5th of October, which is Saturday, we've got Lockerbilly Duo at the Steamboat Tavern. Yes, we are. You're doing playing. full set? Yes, we're going two hours from 8.30 at Amazing. the Steamboat this Saturday. Um, then we've got Renegade 12 are playing new material at the Apex new star. in Berry, So they've got some new, new stuff, yeah. Um, so that's Saturday at 7 o'clock. That's October 5th. Amazing. Also, October fifth, we have Jar Records uh, prevent present uh, Orange Circadian, Blue Mean Eyes, and Crooked State. We've uh, played a bunch of those on this, yeah. on this show before as well. Uh, does that have the event on it? It doesn't. Oh, sorry. I think I'm just. But that's at the Smokehouse. That's at the Smokehouse. That's there we the go. Smokehouse. Yeah. This, this, nice one, this Saturday. Great. Um, then we've got on the Saturday as well. There's Rad Pit 
Tundra, Horse Party, Captain Handsome, and Pink Lemonade at the Hunter Club. That's a great lineup. Where's the Hunter Club? Uh, in Berry. In Berry. Amazing. Awesome. I'm getting all your ones today. <laughs> so, 6th of October, we have Jazz and the Buccaneers at the Black Boy in Sudbury. Arr! Yes, 2 o'clock. Nice afternoon. Geek that one. Yeah. Sweet. little chilled out kind of thing if, you, if you're if you a Sudbury based I, I'm yet to see you guys so I might take the trip out if I uh, oh, if I have the time trip out man um, <laughs> that would be really cool so that's Sudbury at 2 o'clock um, at the Black Boy uh, Phil Jackson and Joe Lees are playing live at the Three Wise Monkeys this Sunday October 6th at 6 o'clock so we did say they're not doing Friday and Saturday gigs they're um, keeping on the Sundays they're keeping on the Sundays the acoustic sessions um, I'm not sure if Phil and Joe are singing together or if they're doing two separate sets but I love that collab. If they are singing together, I'd love to see what they come out with. Yeah. Because they're both great dudes. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, okay. and they got, yeah. Yeah, they've got some great music coming out of them. So that's been that, Harley. It has, hasn't it? It has. It has been a whole a whole show. Wow. <laughs> you guys you guys got through it. Um, yeah, if you're listening to this on YouTube, please give us a like. We've found out that a lot of people, are you, a lot of you guys listening to this on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. So if you are doing that, please leave us a review, uh, you know, any stars? Yep, preferably five. Yeah. Um, and 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 uh, we need. Yeah, we haven't got that many people on Google Podcasts, but we've got a lot of people listening on Android devices. So, um, uh, if you if you're looking for a good podcatcher, yeah, Google Podcasts or Podcast Addict, anything like that, great way to find us and keep up to date with. Want to say podcasts. a quick shout out to our wonderful fans that are in Mongolia and in Pakistan. <laughs> yes, yes, we uh, we. I <laughs> can't speak either of those languages, so I apologize. But if you thank are you. any of those listeners listening in. Any of those places, please just set, just drop us a message. Send a picture of yourself uh, at a special location in your yeah. hometown or something like that, and just say hi because you guys are amazing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I hope you can come to the the, the special Ipswich at some point. Yeah, <laughs> good. Yeah, we're going global. Yes, we are. We're putting Ipswich on the map because <laughs> no other musician has done that yet. <laughs> no idea what you're talking about. No, sorry, Ed. Rightio, thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Goodbye, Zs. Bye. <laughs>